A small crackling fire warms two figures wearing thick fur coats. A snowstorm brews on Voxa and blasts the side of a thick shale wall, protecting others huddled around fires of their own. An older woman with silver hair lowers her hood, cups her hands around her mouth and breathes out. And the fire casts a harsh orange shadow on her face as she looks over at the other figure standing by the fire. She speaks in a defeated and tired voice. I know what you did, Vogue. The other figure lowers his hood and stares intently at the fire. Oh, really? Yes. They were here to help us, don't you see? They wanted to give us hope. The girl was about to do it all for free. How was I to know? The Lashanta nearly did us all in, and I just needed a little bit of insurance, Anya. That is all. Anya squares up to face Vogue in the eyes, standing inches from his face. You swore. You and I swore to be better. If the resistance is built on anything, it is solely to be better. What do you know about being better, old woman? If we, if we are weak, we lose. You know this. We don't grab opportunity when it knocks and we, we might all end up frozen on this blasted rock hell. The children might. Anya pushes Vogue down to the snow violently and reaches it on her belt line towards a blaster. And she points a mitted finger down at him. Don't you dare talk of the children. They'd be better off learning from anybody else out here but you. I hope you got what you wanted. And I hope he keeps his promise to you. If I catch wind of anything like this again, you'll wish you were back at the labor camp. With a strong kick, she shovels a heap of snow onto the smoldering fire. We fade to black. You guys kind of make it off the ship and discuss uh, amongst yourselves, you know, that each one of you is kind of going to be doing um, a few of their own things for a, a few days. Um, is there any place, uh, I, I would say that you guys are able to find some fairly low priced, like, um, uh, edge corp housing. So each of you will have kind of your own room while waiting for your next job. Um, and so you do have kind of a place to rest, do have kind of a place to lay your head. Um, but uh, we're gonna start off in a, um, in one of those rooms. They're small, cramped, about 20, 20 square feet 
but there is a bed and there is a, a bathroom. Um, and we see uh, one of these doors open and quickly kind of slam behind um, as as Darkstar walks into um, his room. Um, kind of coming from the docking bay and just kind of gets right to being settled in. Maybe it is a few days after uh, landing, but uh, what is Darkstar doing um, once he gets a chance to break away from the bunch? Yeah, thanks for asking. I think Darkstar has a couple of things on his, on his mind, at least. For one, I think he's realizing that some of the um, spells slash tech he's decided to take haven't been the most useful for um, the team. So he is going to spend a little bit of time um, doing some research and meditating and kind of trying to switch up his approach to combat and stuff um, and some of the abilities and spells he has. So that's like what he's probably going to spend a couple days on. But another thing that's burning in his head is, you know, what do we need to expect when we're going to meet up with Sinjin, right? Right. Um, Darkstar, you know, knew Sinjin a long time ago um, and knows what he was about back then. And he is worried about what he's about now. Um, not necessarily that he's going to, like, try to kill us or anything, but, like... Right, right. You know, there's some shady stuff going on, and we're meeting in a shady part of town, and this job could be the end of us, or it could make us a lot of money, but right. um, Darkstar got out of that business for good reason, you know? Making money isn't the only thing that matters, you know? So right. I think he would either try to um, maybe get on his phone or a computer and do some searches, see if he can find some, even if it's like minuscule information on what Sinjin and his you know, company and stuff have been up to in the past five or so years. Um, or he might even go out onto the town and try to talk to people who might know what Sinjin's been up to recently. Right, okay. Okay, go ahead and give me a, yeah, give me, I mean, let's just go with the computer's check. Let's go computer's with the computer's check. check. Yeah. Sits down and does a little, a little Google. A Google. <laughs> <laughs> the first Google is a 28. Wow, okay. So, you would know as somebody who has done a lot of searching um, for individuals uh, with your in, with your past, um, that getting this kind of information is not going to be accessible through like an act like a phone. Like you're not going to be able to get like on basic like basic web. You're not going to be able to get the information I think you're actually looking for. So there's a couple of like public um, like data centers um, that you could go into uh, around um, Absalom Station that you would be you would know where they were located, um, and then you know with this you know if you I, I guess I'll, I'll give you you know if you want to give me like a society check or like a culture check, um, yeah go ahead and do that too. Go me a culture check as well. Okay. Culture check. That is a 20 for the culture check. Okay. Okay. Great. No. Yeah. Um, you would figure, um, you would figure that if, if this, if Sinjin was still operating, one, it would be really hard to get people to talk about. But you know that. And two, 
um, it probably would be very near to where he actually is located right now. Um, not, he, he doesn't, it doesn't sound like, from what Tarek said, it doesn't sound like his business is necessarily on Absalom Station. He's just here right now. Um, so going around the Armada, uh, you might be able to find some folks that at least have known that he's come in and potentially find somebody that would have any, like some sort of history on him. So either one of those options is totally fine for you. Okay, yeah, I think for first and foremost, I'm gonna try to just go the non-personal route. So I'm gonna go to one of those um, local places where I would have access to a more higher powered computer maybe um, and try to just work some magic and find out anything that I can about Sinjin. Okay, great. So yeah, you're gonna you're gonna go to this like there's a uh, public archive nearby um, that you're able to uh, kind of find relatively easily. Um, and when you go in, it's like it's like a kind of like an internet cafe, right? Like pretty pretty low ceilings. Um, nothing nothing that's like I mean it's it's well lit in there. It, it feels almost like you know when you'd go to the library and there'd be like four computers, like you could just sign it. It's one of those things. Um, but it, it's all wired in to a like central like archive. So all of these um, terminals pretty much, they're more like terminals than they are actual computers, have access to like most records about anything in, this would be an archive for the pack worlds. Sorry, that's what I was looking for. So you arrive, um, there's a lady at the desk that uh, is um, uh, a human, a uh, middle-aged woman that kind of checks you in, you give her your ID, um, and she kind of allows you on, on one of the terminals. Is there any one, there's there's a couple that are being used, um, but there's some in the corner that don't really have anyone on it. Are you trying to be discreet at all about this, or, you know, what? I, I want to give you some agency on how you want to want to do this more than anything. Yeah, yeah, I would say relatively discreet, not, calling any attention to myself, like not like putting up a barrier between myself and the next computer or anything. But I would definitely be like keeping an eye out like a, you know, a 14 year old boy that's looking up porn on Reddit, you know, <laughs> always have a second tab ready. Right. Um, so Yikes. that's what I'm, I'm working with right now. Okay, perfect. Yeah, so you get settled into your terminal. Go ahead and give me a computer check. Okay. <laughs> I'm good at this one. 26. 26. So obviously you're good at this, right? You're able to pull up um, some basic records on Sinjin, everything you already know. Um, you find his history with the Golden League uh, back in the day. It's been quite a while, you know, but you're able to access those records as he was a wanted criminal with them back in the day. Um, with a few kind of smart clicks and getting digger, or bigger into the like actual, um, Golden League, you you kind of trace things back into the Golden League and want to hunt a little bit deeper into their archives to see if there actually is anything that's popping up currently. Um, and, you know, just kind of clicking around, doing your homework, and um, you're able to get into, like, a, a... like a hidden page with a list of names and activity. And... Uh, you find Sinjin and you are tracking dates. You you end up seeing dates that far surpass 
the last like public record stating that he was involved. Um, so date after date after date, there are instances of, of records on the inside of um, the Golden League that you can see transactions, kind of like a, a, a digital books, you know, that's locked up. And as you're kind of searching through um, these archives, you go ahead, give me a perception check. Oh God, <laughs> oh gods, here we go. My perception on the other hand, not very good. If I can even find it, yeah, <laughs> to zero. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> yeah, I got a, I got a 12. <laughs> okay. All right. So you're sucked in, right? You are kind of churning through these uh, names and uh, after a while you feel a hand touch your shoulder <laughs> and you turn around slowly and look over your shoulder and the lady that was that checked you in is shooting daggers with her eyes at you and just says can I help you find something today sir <coughs> oh what uh, not at all I uh, just got a little lost in my work here I will be out of here quite soon sorry about that give me a deception check My deception's not good either. <laughs> Wait, is there even deception in Starfinder? Uh, yeah, I think so. I've just got bluff. the poem. I've got the skies. I've got bluff. Okay. Yes, bluff. Bluff. Sorry, bluff. bluff. Seventeen. That's a pretty good roll for me. Pretty good roll. She. uh... Okay. Yeah. She looks at you and she says, "Oh, okay. No, no problem." Um but I uh, must let you know that uh, we are closing soon. And so uh, would you please um, log out and uh, make your way towards the exit now? And uh, you would know that they're nowhere near closing. Uh, like it's it's still, it's like it's like 6 p.m. Um, but she is just kind of giving you this stern like walk down and, and she does not leave. <laughs> of course. Of course course um okay yep uh just give me one second here i'll close out all these windows make the logout process a little quicker um as i'm closing out zach yeah. i would like to attempt to um mentally recall how i got to this page okay um to the best you of got my it. ability yeah you yeah. got it this is your wheelhouse okay. absolutely no problem on how you got here you okay. can access this information nope. anytime Dope. Yeah. Then I'm going to just post haste, log out, pick up my things, turn to the lady, nod. Didn't mean to cause you any trouble. I'll be out of your hair. Have a great evening. You as well. I'm going to walk away. She just stands there and like watches you walk out. <laughs> and Darkstar heads back to his, his room. We're gonna pan over to. We're gonna watch as Joni um, wanders the streets of Absalom Station, um, like the back of her hand. She's very comfortable in most parts of the city, um, and we're gonna mm -hmm. we're gonna follow her to um, 
more we watch i guess as some of the shinier parts of the city start to fade away and she makes her way towards the spike um which is a much grungier uh part of the city more more underground um lots of graffiti lots of uh interesting folks walking a- around town but what is where's Joni headed chance um I'd, I'd like to imagine she was uh, kind of wandering about. She feels she doesn't like to be all um, boxed up in a room for too long and being cramped on the on the ship for however many days it took to get back. Uh, probably got antsy. So she's just kind of walking around. And I like to imagine that she sees someone on the street that um is kind of decked out in some tattoos and piercings and okay. then she's like you know what i'm gonna go find a, a tattoo place and then she just starts looking around for one okay so uh meandering throughout the streets uh without much much hassle you're able to find um a a very hole in the wall little tattoo parlor with like a rusted metal sign that is like kind of poking out of of the wall um it's just kind of like flowing like squeaking in in the breeze um and uh yeah very similar i want i would say it's like kind of on a 45 degree angle on like a downside hill to where the square Hmm. footage is just even smaller on the inside yes uh but you walk in and there is a very large burly um vesk behind the counter who is just taking taking up most of the space behind the desk Her, his shoulders are just kind of like leaned over um the the desk as he is uh filling out some some paperwork uh in, in as you walk in um he says welcome she kind of walks in, has like the like hands, like the anime like strut, walk with her like <laughs> hands on her head, and like kind of walks in and like, uh, hi, is uh, is this where I go to uh, get some more chrome on my dome? Like pointing at the like piercings in the display case. He just looks down at Joni and then kind of looks down at the piercings and just like shoulder chuckles and nods sweet um yeah i'd, I'd like to get some work done right um what would fit your fancy uh couple over here couple over here uh one one on my right here pointing at her nose and her ears <laughs> and he says uh you got the credits by chance? <laughs> she like slides over her cred stick, you know, like very like confidently. It's like, yeah, I'm covered. Knowing full well she's got like 50 credits to her. Like, <laughs> well, that's fine. I mean, I'm gonna say it's three credits per piercing. Yeah. So what 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 all does Joni get done? Yeah, she's she's As got he her starts to sanitize. Yeah, she's got, you know, her lobes done, uh, but she wants to get a few more on each ear. Um, okay. And then uh, one on her uh, right nostril. 
Okay. Also, Super, so like three total, four total. Yeah, three, three total. Uh, I was curious. I, I feel like in the future <laughs> that this process is a lot <laughs> easier, maybe with uh, like laser, laser oh, yeah. needles or something, and not what the uh, R- Ronnie had to endure. <laughs> oh yes, there is IRL. a. Uh, the Vesk brings out this like. <laughs> it looks like it looks like a modern day taser, um, but there's like two two metal like. Like those little hand tasers, you know, yeah. but they like kind of curve up in the middle and um, it's designed to kind of go over the skin. And as soon as yeah. it is, it, it it like over the course of like two seconds applies a numbing agent, a beam of blue light and attaches the ring and you don't feel a thing. Damn. It just instantly happens. Super clean. Even in this kind of rotting, gross place, uh, you you walk out feeling no pain and it's done in like two minutes. You have all of Moon your piercings. He's checked you out. And cauterized at the same time. That's <laughs> amazing. Uh, and he says, make sure you clean this out twice a week. Right, right. She's going to uh, leave him a, a nice little tip, making oh. sure he sees. Um, Pleasure. And she says, say, do you uh, get any uh, customers from the 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 Armada? Yeah, all, all the time. Yeah, not too not too far away. Um, but the patrons come in here. I mean, we've got pretty competitive prices, and yeah, cool. That's that's most of my clients come from over there. Cool. Uh, you know, I got a friend. He uh, he works for some guy named Sinjin over there. About to go see him later. Really. Sinjin. Uh, can't say I've uh, ever heard of a Sinjin. Sense motive. Okay, roll away. And I get to add a d6 to this. Excellent. <gasps> Excellent. All right, that is a nat 20. Wow. Uh, a one on the d6. And then my uh, pers- no since motive has its own thing, right? Yeah, um, plus four, so that's a twenty-five. Okay, um, yeah, great roll. I uh, you pick up a few things from from this. So not only is he being uh, incredibly truthful. Um, but you definitely can tell that this guy is uh, being honest about his patrons. He's been here for a while. Um, and it, it sounds like, sounds like that's not a household name around here. Hmm. Doesn't sound like, uh, Sinjin's necessarily like parked his butt on Absalom station much at all. Um, if, if so, uh, you know, based on what you've kind of talked with Darkstar about, like, he definitely would be known. You would at least catch some sort of glimmer of, like, nervousness or something if he was trying to lie to you about it. You, that's just not there. Cool. So either this guy, like, you know, isn't here much or he just covers his tracks really, really well. Okay. Um, She's going to uh, she's gonna kind of lean into this. This guy just doesn't know much. Um, and she is going to reach into her pocket of her jacket and pull out one of the little QR code stickers that 
just says okay. Joni, like her like her her uh, her brand logo, and she's just gonna slide it uh, <laughs> over to him. And it's like, if you want to hear some red? <clears throat> if you want to hear some red tunes, uh, go ahead and scan that with your comm device. Anyways, see you later. And she just kind of like skips kind of out of the. Uh, he takes one claw and just like pins it to the table and like slowly drags it over to him and picks it up and he peels the little sticker back off of it <laughs> and uh, slaps it on the front of his like desk where Hell a bunch yeah. of other stickers are. <laughs> like all of these different yeah. stickers is like part of the, the wall now so people can like scan it on their way in. Hell yeah. Um, okay, so we're gonna, yeah, we're gonna fade out as uh, Joni kind of continues walking down the road and uh, heads into a like diner, like some some diner down the road. And we just the camera kind of backs up to the city um, and we watch time pass. Um, I want to buy a, a Doshko. It's a it's a Vesk weapon. It's like a, I want to trade in the pike. Okay. Uh, I think Urson likes the idea of a longer pole arm uh, that he can use for for different situations. Uh, but a Doshko is uh, it's like this like long uh, like staff, and it's got. I think it says like. Isn't it three? Book. Is it like the axe, like the, the laser thing? Yeah. Yeah. Well, not all of them are lasers, but. Uh, I do. What does it say? Uh, one to four triangular blades yes. arranged in a row on a long staff. So um, I've also heard it called a Doshko. He, um, maybe this is like the scene we can do. I think he goes just like looking around because he wants right. to replace the the pike with something, and he finds like an antiques shop, and then he there's just this <laughs> like there's just this old one that's made out of metal, and uh, and that's what he what he ends up buying. Okay, awesome. Yeah, you're able to find kind of a cool knickknacky place. And you remember when you were a kid and your parents were like, don't touch anything in this store. You know, like it's like one of those stores you go into. Oh, no. And he's just like gingerly squeezing by like the aisles of knickknacks and, and notices like that hanging on the wall. Um, and it's definitely like set up to be like a wall hanging weapon, you know, like very dated and uh, uh, you know, not not in the best condition from what you can tell, um, but with like some some tender loving care, you're you'd be able to bring that sucker up to like battle ready in no time. So absolutely, you're able to find that. What's the price on that? Uh, it is two forty. Okay, I have two hundred eighteen credits, but I want to also get rid of this pike. Okay, which is worth it. Well, a pike is worth four hundred seventy five credits. And you sell okay, it for ten percent. Ten percent. So it's forty-five credits. Forty-seven and a half, or forty-seven. 45. Yeah. That should be enough then. I'll cover that. So, whoops, wait a minute. Okay, so I have twenty-five credits left, and this uh, sick-ass old, uh, kind of like a, a more stabby version of like a like a halberd or something like that. Yeah. Um on my back. It's Super big and cool. scary. And he watches Ursan leaves and makes his way back um to the Edgecorp Hotel. Okay, so after a few days everybody is, you know, 
going out, running errands, taking care of themselves, recuperating, um, you all get um, a notification from from Terica on your uh, comm unit simultaneously. And she informs you all that uh, she is just about done um, filing and is going to submit off uh, your your kind of the incident report later this afternoon. Um, and while that's processing, uh, has also let you all know that Sinjin is now expecting you all um, to meet this afternoon. Um, again, he is located at the King Kearney's Kashba down in the Armada. Um, and you should meet him there in the next couple of hours. So um, I assume that you all um, meet up once again uh, and slowly make your way down to the the Armada. Yes. Right. As you guys slowly make your way down, uh, I would assume that, you know, it, it's kind of like a, it's a long little Jiminy jog across town. Um, you are all slowly getting the sun. The sun's getting a little bit lower. It's getting a little bit darker out, and uh, you are getting into more and more of a cramped street kind of claustrophobic vibe. There's a lot Chill. more, um, like I would say, like metal scrap and uh, litter around. As you're making your way down there, you end up kind of going under this like overhang bridge um, and opening up in in kind of a, a weirdly beautiful fashion um, is this eclectic mass of ships. Um, and in inside these uh, ships, you hear kind of this like low booming of electronic music uh, coming in from one and another one. There's more like a rock and roll style like music, but it's very loud. Like this, this part of the city, this this is the Armada. It's very, very loud. Uh, people are cramped, brushing up against you. Um, and as you, you kind of are following like, um, I would say like a GPS almost to get to, um, this this location um and after a while you're able to kind of get there um and inside uh the king kearney's caspa well actually is there anything that you guys are talking about before you enter as a group any plan or anything you want to formulate or talk about before we meet well i we already know the code word for kill him so <laughs> <laughs> yes. <clears throat> Which I do need to pull that up. I need to know all of our code words. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Darkstar is going to stay in the group. All right, team, just take it easy in here. This guy's a big deal. We don't know what he's got up his sleeve. From the short amount of time I had, I did some research. And he's been in some shady stuff for a little while. As long as we don't do anything weird, I think he will treat us like guests, so to be careful. I'm sure he's pretty impressed with us. Uh, excited to see his offer. Nice piercing kid, but anyway, <laughs> trust me, this guy seemed far, far better than whatever we have to offer. I believe it will be just fine. 
yeah, let's not forget that Urson is towering over everyone. So as you guys are walking through this, like, <laughs> you know, cramped city, it's like, there's just no, like, you know, the front group may feel, you know, cramped and claustrophobic at times, but there is a very large bear just kind of tailing everyone, making, and who's, who seems to not be paying much attention, I would assume. Build <laughs> the bear it's thinks just... everything's gonna be fine, of course. <laughs> so we get inside. We walk through this door and at, at the on the outside of this building, this is a, uh, this this King Kearney's Caspa is its own ship. Um, it's a very large like freighter that that is kind of sticking up halfway out of like the, the actual like foundation of Absalom. Um, and there's this thumping electronic like, um, <laughs> almost like poppy music coming from inside. Um, and Joni, you recognize it. I, I recognize it. Is this like- You recognize it. Is it like radio pop or is it like- It's like radio pop. Oh, uh, okay. Um, you, you guys just noticed as you guys get closer, Joni is kind of like vibing and is like pretty excited to get on this big ship that seems like a fun place. And then the the second you guys can hear like the music, she her whole demeanor kind of shifts, and it's just like pretty serious now. Oh shit! Yo, are you good? Is this a bang rate situation? <laughs> PB11 yeah. pulls out his gun. <laughs> no, no, it's not that. No one bats an eye. <laughs> the town smoke is just like oh, they just give you a little bit of a burn. No, it's not that. The Sinjin guy just has really shitty taste in music. <laughs> Beep boop, oh damn. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. So we walk through the double doors into this ship. Um, and they are kind of those like blast, like slider doors as you walk in. Um, there's a couple bounces outside, but they don't, they're not stopping anything. They're just kind of there for anything happening outside. You guys are able to walk in freely. Um, and inside King Kearney's Caspa, you're instantly bombarded with uh, bright sights and smells and uh, almost like a taste in your mouth. Um, there's this live band uh, on stage uh, playing this, these assortment of like electronic strange instruments um, and just, they're just jamming away with this like radio poppy synthy sound. Um, and as you guys are kind of making your way back um, through the establishment, there's, there's, it's packed with people. This establishment is just full of people. It's so overwhelming. Um, you hear an MC blast over the loudspeakers. Let's give it up for DFX! And tables are flipping and chairs are scooting back and people are just roaring to life. Um, the air is full of smoke. Um, um, I would I would not require a perception check for this, uh, but you smell a variety of illicit substances <laughs> in the air. Um, Pesh. Layered murmurs, um, 
and like deals being made at some of these tables. Uh, there's members of many unusual species um, from like near space and then all the way out towards the vast. They're filling the establishment and there's um, like squid-like creatures like sliding across bars to get more drinks. Um, and then there are a couple people like in a circle passing around what you would know is Hyperleaf um, and just like taking hits uh, together. Um, in a darkened corner, uh, you see, you see a drow woman. She is the only drow in the establishment. She's standing in pretty expensive looking armor. Um, and she is staring at you all from across the room, uh, with her arms crossed. Um, not to, not to derail. Um, I think after coming into the room and seeing what's going on and everything, um, Joni just says, I'll be right back and kind of goes back out the door. Okay. She's like, she just says, okay. just go on without me. I, I just, just go on without me. I'll catch up. Okay. Do you guys continue on? Do you need, do you, do you need, do you help? Do you need I anything? just need a second. Go on without me. I'm fine. All right, kid, we're going to wait here. He'll take care of your business. But we're not leaving you behind. We won't get involved. She just turns and leaves. Um, and if you guys give her, like, five minutes, she, like, comes back in. Yeah, so you guys actually listen to another song by this group on stage. Um, very radio poppy. Lots of energy. Um, and, uh, yeah, as things, like, simmer down again, after about five minutes or so, Joni comes back in, joins the group. All right, let's just do this quick. All right, sounds good. Your business is your business. Get this taken care of. Darkstar is going to roll a perception check on Joni to see if there's anything different, though. Zach. Okay. My not very good perception. <laughs> but 17, maybe. <laughs> Joni, are you trying to hide anything? Is anything different? Uh, she's obviously like seems pissed. Um, and then if it, if it was a perception check, uh, you probably would notice maybe uh, her knuckles look a bit scuffed, as if she like went out and like punched something. But she just looks like pretty pr something about this band or whatever. It's pretty obvious. Like she's not good at hiding her emotions. She's just obviously like. Something's going on, but she's just like pissed off about it. Wants to get in and out of this place as soon as she can. Okay. Yeah, Darkstar doesn't mention anything for now then. Just making sure that she's not like in any danger. So right. keep going. Right. Okay. All right. Um, so you approach the drow woman. And as, as you approach, she, she, it's, it's one of the things where like, as you approach, she turns around, she doesn't address you all, but you, you make eye contact with her. She makes eye contact with you. She turns around and, and begins to just walk at like a steady pace, um, to kind of lead you. Um, I'm assuming if no one's opposed, you all just kind of follow suit, uh, weaving in and out of the crowds as the music just gets louder and louder. Um, and this door opens as she approaches um, the front of the like bulkhead of this ship. 
there are two drow ladies guards standing at the door. Um, the doors open and you guys kind of walk between the two of them. Um, they look staunt, eyes forward, uh, don't even acknowledge you guys as, as you walk in. It smells like rich incense. This this room that was once this in this whole building is very it's not the nicest building, but this room in particular looks like you've walked into a completely different building. Um, it's very ornate, lots of like purples and whites kind of color scheme, neon pink lights kind of fill the room and on several like tables there are like like you smell incense in the air and you see them kind of like burning um there are like little kind of pow circles like little beanbag chairs to like sit on it's very like hazy in the room um and the very first thing that you notice is that there are six armed drow guards lining the walls so three on one side three on the other um, and the door, you know, kind of shuts behind Deminda and you all. And there's this central rectangular table that kind of stretches all the way down this long room. And at the head of the table, there's a handsome drow man who stands up as soon as you all enter. And he says, Ah, the individuals who have cost me a great deal of money. At last, we meet. And the man steps forward from behind the table and he extends a hand. Who's in front? Dark Star. PP is. Um, yeah, Dark Star. Okay. Dark Star and PP. Yeah, we're in the front. One of us. Okay. One of the two of us. Okay. Extends a hand to PP11. And he says, I, of course, am Lord Sinjin. He says, I thank you so much for coming at such short notice. And he looks at the back of the group and he says, Joni, the young orphan girl looking for purpose. Maybe another crew? Ursan. The bear that, well, I don't know if that's my news to share. He just kind of gives you like this, like bright glare. PP11, you, you are an anomaly to me. Working day in, day out at this edge corp job for years. And just doing your job and, and doing it well. And Darkstar, and he just looks at you, and he just smiles. Yes, I know a little about all of you. Please, come in. And he kind of motions you all to, to come in. Does anybody say anything? Do anything? Darkstar just nods when he mentions him. And meets eyes with him. Not in a threatening way, just a understanding way. Right. 
and then goes to take a seat. PP11 definitely shook his hand when he offered it to him. And then PP11 takes a seat at the table. Okay. Joni follows suit, obviously, just like not having this dude, like kind of like rolling her eyes and under her breath to where no, you know, no one can hear just says, right. In Sinjin, the guy with the ship compensating for something. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) No, um, Ursan, um, yeah, goes over to the table, puts two seats together. Uh, and sits down um, <laughs> on both of them. Uh, and he says, Sunjin, what is it you wish to gain of this meeting? I hope to gain your trust. I hope to come to an agreement with you all. Does that answer your question for now? It does if you will continue. Let's get down to it. You all have failed to deliver my weapon shipment on Voxa as ordered. I don't suppose you care to explain yourselves. Hmm. And he just kind of takes a turn mm-hmm. at looking at each one of you. Well, we did deliver it. Just saying. <clears throat> to deliver my weapon shipment as ordered, Miss Joni. I do not like to repeat myself. Yeah, Darkstar is gonna look up at Sinjin and say, We tried. But we had some members of our job party who had other opinions about the matter. And we just got out of there alive. That's all I can really say. Apologize, but we can repay you somehow. We we would love to find out, but what's done is done. So uh, break that down for me a little bit more. Uh, Would you, Darkstar? Others opposed the original contract. Is that was that what you said? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Some of us felt as though the original job wasn't worth completing when they found out what was going on on Voxa. Sadly, we weren't able to get compensation enough to fulfill the original order, but that is what ended up happening. Any other details you wish to share? Darkstar looks over at um, Joni and Ursan, not to incriminate them, not like glaring, but just as a, I'm not going to throw you under the bus. If you want to say anything else, you say it. I'm not going to say it. Right. And you guys can tell it doesn't look like he's like trying to trap you. It looks more like he's, he doesn't know what happened. He just knows that it didn't happen. Yeah. Um, Ursan uh, actually says, um, Were you aware of the situation under which your order was made? Are you, are you aware of the goings-on? Were you aware of what the Gitaran Authority is 
is doing on Voxa? Mr. Urson, I was aware that I was promised an enormous sum of money from a contractee for the delivery of several tons of very expensive and well-packed armaments. That is what I'm aware of. Uh, so you're in the gun trade, right? I'm in many trades, Miss Joni, yes. Oh, okay, so any of them have to do with, you know, the slave the slave trade industry? Cause, Listen um, to me. And he kind of like sits up a little bit more. He says, did you not accept the contract? Yeah. So your job was to deliver the guns and that did not happen. Like I said, before. you know, I have every I have every reason to be furious. And when I get furious with someone, they usually end up breathing vacuum. But I will say that the stars have aligned in your favor. I understand your concern. Seems that you all have a group here of made of very thoughtful individuals. And while running guns to people that are somewhat looking to turn the tides of war by chance may not be uh, something that you morally agree with, maybe you can get on board with this. And he says, I need a crew for a very special job. And you, well, you seem to have alienated both me and your corporate paymasters. So if you hear me out, perhaps we can both come out of this ahead. You're all employees of Edge Corp, correct? Still? Probably. <laughs> as far as I know. How much do you really know about this company, eh? As much as it's taken to stay alive. <laughs> <laughs> he nods. I've spent a great deal of credits to learn quite a bit about them. And I've discovered that they're, well, they have made a breakthrough in hybrid null space technology. Um, can everybody go ahead and roll me a, um, is it an engineer check? There is an engineering check, yes. Yeah, go ahead and roll me an engineering check. All right. What'd you say it was? Uh, null hybrid. space? Hybrid null space technology. That sounds metal as hell. Ursan got an eight. PP11 got a four. Eight, yeah. four. Okay. <laughs> Darkstar got a 23. 23? Journey doesn't know shit about engineering. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Darkstar, you know this from your history. This is not a new thing. Null space technology isn't a new type of technology. Um, but what no space technology is, is let's say that I have a box and it's one by one foot. I open the box, it's five feet Whoa. inside. What's in the so box it's technology? Like, <laughs> it's what's in the box technology. Now, no space, he continues, no space chambers aren't new, no, but no one's been able to figure out how to make them bigger than really just a few feet across. But your friends at Edge Corp, and he kind of wags his finger at all of you. And there's been a woman leading a team that goes by the name of Eline Rizora. And she seems to have cracked the code. 
They've discovered how to make Null Space Chamber large enough that it would make the size of a space hold twice the size of the outside of the actual vessel. Large enough to double the size of a ship's cargo hold. And he looks around and you all just kind of, it looks like you're just kind of, uh, based on some of those rolls, you're just kind of staring glossy over. Mm -hmm. And he says, come on, imagine if every emergency vessel carrying supplies to victims of the swarm could carry twice as many medicinals. If every starship bringing settlers to distant uninhabited worlds could carry twice the spare parts and supplies. Or if a place like this station could give everyone holed up in the downside twice as much room. I know the galaxy seems like a pretty small place, but I assure you, when you're paying for air, food, and water, it's really much smaller than you think. And if the pack worlds were to have access to this technology, it would suddenly become twice as big. And that's more elbow room for everyone. And who doesn't want that? And you claim to be the one who will give it to them? Not me. You. And he pulls out this remote. He flicks a button and the lights dim, the pink lights kind of dim in the room and the table opens up. There's a slit in the table that opens up in this hologram of a very large transport ship appears. The answer to this conundrum, this question is with your employer, Edgecorp. They want to keep this technology for itself and use it to crush the competition. They've built this prototype starship called the Oliphant. And it's housed in the horse eye orbital plate near a ballon. Clicking the remote again, this image of the starship is replaced by this three-dimensional holographic model of a starship construction facility in space. It's this huge base almost in the middle of space. And he says, no outsiders are allowed on the orbital plate with one exception. Many corporations have starship construction projects there and shareholders of these corporations are allowed to dock and move freely about. Now, you aren't shareholders of Edge Corp quite yet, but you do all have stock options as part of your severance pay bonus structure. If you were to leave the company before you're all fired, you could redeem those options for a not inconsiderable amount of Edge Corp stock. And then you could just walk onto the horse. And then my friends, and he sits back in his little poofy chair, I can make you rich beyond your wildest dreams. And then you can go do whatever you want for the rest of your lives. And he says, now I know that you all have questions. What can I answer for you? Beep boop. How much? I am willing, how, are you asking about pay? Yeah. He says, depending 
on what we can sell for the cost. I will figure out your cut, but I'm willing to give you 2,000 credits up front should you accept the job. And I will pay you that today. Beep boop, how much is being cut from our cut because of the guns we didn't complete? PP11. I assure you I'm past that. Nothing is being deducted. Beep boop, okay, but then how much are we making? Like, ballpark me. Is it 2,000 more creds afterwards? You say, rich beyond my wildest dreams. I don't dream. <laughs> sure, sure, of It's impossible. That's Android 101. All right, so to give you a peek behind my intentions, I hope to sell it, this technology, to any corporation willing to buy it. And with these schematics, we will create a free market and thus not allowing one corporation to take the technology and plummet it to the ceiling. To put it into perspective for you all, the guns that you were to deliver on Voxa, a small order, cost me 5.2 million credits. And I guarantee you that this finding will be a lot more than that. Beep boop, are there royalty options on the <laughs> selling of the schematics? I'm sure we could get our contracts department to reach out to you and figure out some sort of agreement if it came to that. Beep boop, one last question. Of course. Your drought bodyguards have really cool armor. Yes. Thank you. Where, where can I, can I get some of the armor? <laughs> <laughs> he looks over at Dominda. And he, you freaking roll a persuasion check or diplomacy check. <laughs> I got a 17. Okay. Looks at Dominda, kind of purses his lips a little bit and just nods at her direction. And she like walks out. <laughs> Amazing. I love it. I um, love it. Joni. Joni's like not having this guy. She really doesn't like Sergeant. Sure. Um, she's gonna say, "Yeah, so uh, I like totally get the whole like sneaking on and like stealing a ship. Like that that sounds really fun and all. Uh, and I know like uh, we we got the we got the balls to do it. Um, but." Am I to believe that you're gonna um, use this technology for the good of, uh, you know, all the all the people in the universe? Like you said, you're not gonna just make a million creds, and this is all gonna go to the, you know, you you, you know, you promise of saving lives and making, you know, the lives of the of the low and the poor better, but uh. I don't really get that vibe from you. Well, like I said, Miss Joni, I have good connections with the people over at Abadar Corp, and I trust their fair play to share this information at their discretion, to share these plans with all that could benefit from it. 
could help produce it and therefore making prices lower for the common folk. Does that not suffice? Eh. We'll get your ship. I just want to make sure we're doing the best for the most people. You know, there was a time, Joni, that was a lot like you. Eager, excited, wanting to do more for this world, this universe. And when I grew up, and he leans in on the table, I fucking did it. Yes, of course I did well for myself, and he kind of gestures around. But I have made countless lives better by having a little bit of grit to get the job done. Trust me, believe me. The intentions of the people have always been in my heart. Hmm. Heard the same thing from a guy who worked at a place called Titan Power. You remind me of him. He smiles very wide. Rest assured, Joni, I am nothing like him. Big old milky eyes staring you down. No, I could care less about what good this is going to do for a couple thousand people this side of the galaxy by next March, but March is in a month in this, <laughs> this world. You're thinking March. Moth. Wheel wheel March. Space March. Space March. Space March. But, um, as I'm sure you've heard from our past few contracts, one of which came from you, Sinjin, jobs don't nearly go as they should most of the time. And I'm anticipating something's going to happen while we're trying to get this schematic for you off this ship or the ship in general so if we're going to pull this off which you've made a convincing offer don't get me wrong we're going to need information i think we're going to need to know a lot we're going to need to know ship layout we're going to need to know security protocols we're going to need to know what's going to happen if we get caught. Sinjin, I'm not trying to have another Vox on my hands. Well, let's break down a couple of things while you bring this up. I'm so glad that you did speak up, Darkstar. The last job that I hired you to do was remarkably straightforward. You were to deliver 50 tons of laser rifles and grenades to the Gitteron Authority. Instead, most of it found its, their way into the hands of rebels just not quite sure where things went wrong. <laughs> but the Gitteron Authority didn't pay me, and again, I've lost 5.2 million credits. The reason that I've hired you and that I'm looking to hire you is one, you are employees of Encorp. I, myself, am not allowed to set foot on the horse I orbital plate. Therefore, I don't know what we're dealing with. But a man of your caliber, Darkstar, should be able to hack into any terminal there and download the appropriate schematics and security protocols to figure it out along the way. If you would like me to get another team 
pay them several million credits to go check it out for you, report back to me, then I don't need you. And I can find somebody else. Alright, this guy said 2,000 credits, now he's talking millions, so. <laughs> 2,000 yeah. today! No, I know. Always played a hard bargain since you. What was that? At least today you are. <laughs> oh. But. I think it's fair. Something did go wrong with your very straightforward job. And I do believe we owe you at least our best capabilities trying to get this done. As you're not asking us to pay back that 5.2 million creds with interest as you could. So we'll see what we can do. Isn't that right, Joni? Yeah, sounds like fun. But, uh... <laughs> 2,000 credits, uh... If you're really making millions off this thing going well, come on, Sinjin. I think you could uh, cough up a little bit more. It, sorry, invest a little bit more in this venture. Go ahead and give me a diplomacy persuasion. or persuasion. D diplomacy, whichever one. <laughs> um, that is a 17. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Um, I get to, it is an expertise skill, so I get to add a D6 as well. Okay. So that's a 20. 20, okay. Uh, he looks at you, kind of furrows his brow, and he smiles and he says, of course, Joni. You are definitely one to always barter for more. I heard that you asked for a test crate of weapons. I appreciate your zeal. But I do not appreciate you handing over my $5.2 million worth of laser rifles to a rebellion for no pay. Here's 2,000 credits. This could change your world. When you are done with your job, you will get the rest of your pay. May I suggest a compromise? <laughs> Speak your piece, Ersan. Along with the monetary value that you promised us for this job, today and in the future, I would like to add one favor. And that is? Perhaps it could be discussed after this job is done, but if we do this for you and we all make the credits that you have promised. Perhaps you will do something for us afterwards. Yeah, like an IOU. I like the sound of that, Ursong. Well, you will be doing me a great <laughs> favor if this is accomplished well. So on top of your pay for a job well done, and maybe an additional incentive. Get the job done. And we can discuss this favor. 
This guy does not want to hire us. Like, we are this dude's worst employees. I mean, <laughs> this dude, like, it's like, it's so funny to me. We are essentially 5 million credits in debt to this guy, and we're like, okay, Sinjin, how about this deal? Exactly. It's so... It's so funny because it's like he needs us because of our right. like status. You know what I'm saying? Correct. So right. it's so funny because like he would take anyone else in the drop of a hat, but it's like <laughs> we're just you a have thorn a little in, bit of leverage. We're, right? we're just a thorn in his side. It's just funny. For sure. For sure. Yeah. But you're I mean, he obviously knows that you guys can get the job done. Right. You got good skills. So uh PB eleven wants to say one more thing. Yeah. He says Beep boop. Uh, if we're to quit to get our stock, we won't have a ship. Great observation, PP11. There are taxis that make their way across the packed worlds to the horse eye orbital plate run by Edgecorp. Bare bones ticket is gonna cost you about 50 credits a head. Understanding that the BD-514, your shipment vessel, will most likely be locked out once you all resign. That would probably be the quickest and cheapest way to the plate. Now, I don't want to sink your pockets. I would be willing to cover the fare for all four of you. Any further questions? Wonderful. Sounds like we've come to an agreement. He stands up from his chair, kind of puts his arms up. He walks around to shake each of your hands. Speak to Terika, your fixer, as it were, about getting the proper documents signed over to Edgecorp. We'll work on the back end to make sure that you all have stock options assigned to each of your names. And as he shakes your hands, as you all are kind of walking and making your way back out, um, Darkstar, you you are leaving um, and you feel a hand grab kind of your upper bicep and you turn around and it's Sinjin and he just stares you in the face. And he says, it's good to see you again. And he lets go. Darkstar looks at him for a second um says under his breath then he presses something on his neck Sinjin never thought I'd be working with you again but it's good to see you if there's anything you need Call me. Darkstar nods. Fixes his neck again. And if this job goes south, you better believe you'll be hearing from my lawyer. He's already turned around and walked away and just kind of waves. <laughs> and Darkstar goes back to the group. I hate to do it to Ronnie again, but that shut. But that that did sound kind of spicy. It sounded kind of choppy. No. No, I said spicy. No, spicy like, isn't like it's like like. 
Yeah, I don't know. I think I think <laughs> Lord of the Rings to me. <laughs> Lord of the Rings love. I think Lord really of the Rings love. He's for the He's second like, show in a row. Why I'm am so I sorry, always the one with love yeah. interests? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe uh, this maybe we'll yeah, do it. Maybe I don't maybe. exactly yeah. haven't worked out the backstory between Sinjin and Darkstar yet. Who knows what's gonna happen? Maybe I don't know. <laughs> they like each other. They work together. <laughs> they work together. That's all we know for now, right? Come on. Yeah, they do. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so you all make your way back out. The a good deal of time has passed. The discussion was not very short. Uh, Deminda kind of leads you out the back. The band is all but gone. Um, everything's kind of disassembled, and there looks to be some sort of like tech crew that's kind of packing the last bits and pieces up. And the bar is kind of um, sparsed out um, at this point. Uh, what do you guys want to do? Did we get our uh, creds forwarded to us? Like, can we go on a shopping spree? Mm. You check your wallets, and there are 500 credits in each of your accounts. Ooh! Um, and your cred sticks, yes. Those have been automatically down, uh, deposited into It wasn't 2,000 each? You have a little bit of cash. We have 2,000 each. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is not what I signed up for. So yes, you can absolutely do some shopping before leaving. Um, the next flight, quote, the next ride out to the plate is tomorrow morning. It's about 6 p.m., 7 p.m. currently. Are we off the the ship? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So you guys are kind of walking out. I assume you're walking back to kind of the Edge Corp, like, you know, area the edge corp like hotel that's what i'll just keep calling it um kind of the instructions obviously were to go like discuss with Terika um and see if she can get some things figured out the flights i mean i'll go back and retract that each each kind of um like trip out is every day in the morning so you don't have to go right away but um as soon as you know you're ready to go it would just be a morning trip out and it's gonna take um It's like four days in the drift to get out there. Now, one thing that uh, after a little bit of research, you would know about these uh, taxis out there. Um, 50 credits for a ticket is very expensive for like a, a ticket out into the, the drift for a few days. Um, this is like a freaking luxury yacht Ooh, going out to the um, The cheapest tickets cost $50. Uh, you would assume kind of like buying cruise tickets that higher tiers allow you to get like drink passes, access to certain VIP suites. Um, Pictures with Kesha. <laughs> Kesha Cruise, I don't know. Ooh, Kesha holy. Cruise, maybe? Space Kesha Cruise. Sorry, Ronnie, but you're gonna have a Kesha uh, request for a track. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to do you're a gonna Kesha gonna have some track. performer. Kesha Work track. Work on my Kesha impersonation. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of which, Zach, uh, in the in the couple, like the little bit of time we have, I would assume, before we head out the next morning, um, Darkstar is going to go to a bar slash club that night. Kind of try okay. to decompress. Hasn't had this, like 500 credits is a lot of cash, and he has not had that right. much money in a long time. So he's going to go right. have a few drinks, and he's going to extend an offer to the group. 
so, no, we've had a little bit of a hard time recently, but we've got a job lined up. Joni, I'd like to thank you for uh, encouraging us to take the gig. I think it'll be good for us, but I'm going to go out on the town a little bit tonight. Any of y'all are welcome to come. I'm just trying to forget what's happened the past few weeks, so take that as you will. Yeah, that sounds that sounds pretty good, honestly. Uh, but she kind of like looks around, and says, "Like, are we really working for this guy? Like, this guy sucks, right? Like, really sucks." Mm. <laughs> as far as I see, Joni, a job's a job, but. You're entitled to your opinion on the matter. I just hope you won't let it influence too much of the way you let this job be handled, like the last one. No, I mean, don't get me wrong. I like I love the idea of getting my hands on this ship. And I know we can do it. Like, it's not going to be that hard. But giving him this, like, you know he's just going to use it to get rich. Like, he's not helping anybody. Who's there to help? Listen. The common people, they don't have any space as it is. Giving the rich double the space, every rich person in the galaxy just has even more room for whatever they want. I mean, I don't I don't get all the techie stuff, but it it doesn't sound good. With new technology like this, the little guy always gets smashed. You're right, Johnny, but I think uh, we're in a little bit of a rock and a hard place here. For one, I don't really give a damn as long as I get paid, but I will entertain the idea. I don't know how to distribute this knowledge to the wealthy or the poor otherwise. I don't have anybody to sell this to. Sinjin does. Look, if we try to sell this to somebody trying to say, hey, make sure you give this to the poor people out there and sell it at a reasonable price, I don't think we're going to be able to do much there. But, you know, Zijin has a person that's already plugged in, ready to buy it for several million credits. Joni, have you ever seen several million credits? Because I sure as hell know I haven't, and I'm looking forward to it. So let's just go get some drinks and get the job done, okay? I have seen... Millions of credits, Dark Star. My oh, dad shit. let me hold his wallet when I was five one time. <laughs> he said it had millions in it. No. Uh, yeah, I've seen a million credits before. But hey, you're right. Let's get all this off our minds. We'll be able to perform a lot better later. We can just relax for once. All I'm saying... What we've got here, I believe we can pull off a lot of jobs. I just want to make sure the jobs we're pulling off are worth something. So I'll work for Sinjin. And I'll always work with you guys because we get the job done. But I am not loyal to that guy. And the second he runs out with us, 
I say we cut him loose. But anyways, let's spend some credits. Let's spend some credits. <laughs> I love it, dude. I love it. Okay, so yeah, you guys are able to find a... Um, what? Are we dive bar people here? No, like, is I want a club. I like want a club. Like a decent, a, like a a decent club? Okay. 2077 club, and I want you to come up with a name right now. Okay. Yeah, uh, and uh, <laughs> can I have a list of cocktails, of, of cyber cocktails? Let me just send these out. Can I get a list of cyber will, cocktails, The list please? of cocktails are beep, and I'll add it in. Uh, oh, yeah, Zach. I'll no, take, you I'll are, take a beep, please. Thank you. I'll take a beep boop. I would love if it was like, like if the, the like drink list we made from Pathfinder just carried over. Like it's all still the same Can thing. Can I get like a Wizwiser? Still, still Chelish Imperial Stout, just yeah, like in space. Yeah. It's just know? a Wizwiser 2077. <laughs> it's just Wiz blue. All of Wiz the drinks are blue now. Yeah, Wizwiser like 2.0. Or just Wizmancer. <laughs> it's Wizmancer, dude. <laughs> Oh my god. Okay, let's say let's say okay, so what kind of drink are you getting like mixed drinks? Yeah, I think cuz somebody is getting somebody is getting like an is anybody getting like whiskey, like an old fashioned or yeah, something? Yeah, I'll get that. Is he Okay, so you you order this like drink and as it comes out, it's in like the traditional like, you know, little whiskey glass, um little fruit peel in there. Uh but the the liquid is like mercury. Like it's just shiny liquid metal Holy. that is just like put in front of you and it smells amazing so everybody's getting drinks All right. like, Holy. <laughs> yeah, like chrome and like neon drinks just like yeah like chrome like it's like very uh is what's what is what is i want to know i don't think we can necessarily promote child alcoholism here well uh what are you grabbing joni um yeah, I can cut that out. We can promote child alcoholism. <laughs> yeah. uh, she, I mean, hey, she's 16 and you can drink when you're 16 in uh, in Europe. So. It's true. Fucking um, Absalom Station is Europe. She, Let's uh, hear it. She's going to kind of look at Darkstar and says, uh, hey, um, never really uh, had one of these drinks before, but... Uh, what about this? And she points at the menu, which I'm assuming is like on like some like cyber tablet or whatever. And it's like at the bottom of, of the cocktail list and it's like the most expensive one. And it's like, <laughs> it's like the big giant like glass and it's like Fish multiple drinks like in one and it's got all the, all the decorations <laughs> on the top. And like, you know, it's like when you're ordering sushi and you get the like sushi boat, but it's like cocktails. <laughs> is this like a 50 cred drink, Zach? Uh, nah, nothing's that expensive. Maybe like, maybe but like twenty cred. I mean, cred. like, like ten, yeah, which is a ton for like yeah. a drink. I mean, it's it's like the most like uh, flair drink they have, right? Right. Like it's the right. most. It's like, got sparklers in it. Yeah, yeah. It's on fire when it comes out. You have to blow it out. But she's for never sure. had alcohol before, so she's like, "This one looks fun." Oh my gosh. <laughs> Darkstar looks down and looks up at Joni and says, Wait, Joni, you just turned 16, right? You never had a drink before? Uh, yeah. I love Joni. All right. This, uh, yeah, uh, yeah we can. 
What the hell, man? Hey, uh, bartender, we'll take uh, two neon nightmares, please. Thank you. <laughs> All right, this eight foot, like, slender, like, purple alien female, like, kind of like looks over at you and gives you like a wave. Her hands are like a foot long <laughs> and she just gets to work on these huge drinks and is palming both of them, but they are like, they're like definitely two hand drinks. Like they're like buckets and Hell she just yeah. has them like fingers like curling around kind of the glass bowls and just like lays them out in front of you. And there are like all sorts of stuff hanging on them. If you look closely, there's actually holograms of little tiny ships like buzzing around the glass. Oh, like, oh, cool. <laughs> and they're just neon, neon, uh, like fuchsia pink like glass or like uh, liquid in there. <laughs> Darkstar uh, reaches into his pocket and hands like a cup, like a in, in a bag. There's like a couple of pills, not drugs, but he just hands it to Joni and he says, um, look, Joni, it's your first time drinking. Take it easy. But if tomorrow morning you're feeling a little sick, take a couple of these. Incredible what modern medicine can do. You do have a job tomorrow. And he takes his drink and starts sipping. Sweet. Okay. It's spicy. <laughs> yeah, she's just It is like, a spicy drink. She's just drinking it. Oh wait, wait. Um like, let's 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 cut that. Uh, and then all of our non European listeners, like just cover your ears for a second. Okay, chance you can drink it. <laughs> Cool. <laughs> that's very that's Ooh. very true oh, thank nice, nice. Good, good yeah. thanks for yeah, saving no, us know, there we didn't want to get in trouble with the with the you know <laughs> pp11 are you ordering anything pp11 asks do you have any robot drinks oh yeah <laughs> some oil yeah i don't want to do like the classic oil, like oil yeah. but i would say i would say they have um certain types of liquid that i mean it's it's it it almost like supercharges you. Uh, yeah, like I, want, I want one of the I want one of superchargers. It makes Electrolytes. you staticky. Yeah, a little yeah. foggy, like but like you acid. get the same feeling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like you get the same feeling. Nos, as it's like just being, <laughs> Not necessarily like you like. It's not like cocaine or anything, but you definitely get like kind of like sparky hazy. Um, PP11 so, says overclock me. Overclock. <laughs> overclock. <Yep. laughs> It's the, it's called the overclock. And she oh brings out um, this like it's like a a bronze glass that is like kind of like funneled all the way up like a almost like an upside down traffic cone without the like little square. Um, and it's just filled with this like black as night liquid. But when you look in there, there's like arcs of lightning like going Holy down into the like glass. Sick. Kind of like, remember those like things that are like those big circle pads that you like put your finger on and it like the lightning. Yeah, like, yeah. Like that. Like it's kind of like dancing yes. around inside the glass. I like to think that this bar Yield is like a uh, human retro 2010s themed bar named the jailbreak. <laughs> oh, and that man. is where we are. That's where we are. It's the jailbreak, the jailbreak. of course. PP11, the jailbreak. PB11 throws back his drink and says, I'm going to dance. <laughs> and then just heads out to the dance floor. Be boop. I'm going to dance. Yeah, Darkstar comes. Darkstar goes with him. He goes with him. Joni chugs like half of her drink and like follow suit <laughs> out of like a big like a bendy straw. Just 
Ursan as big as her head. Oh my god. Do you dance? Do you stay? Ursan just be sipping. He's just he's just chilling. And and Ursan I think is you know back home is actually probably like a pretty good dancer, but it's just a little too cramped. He he. <laughs> yeah. It's a little bit too he much. Knows, he knows he can't. It's just not gonna happen this time. Absolutely. Um, so the dancing, uh, you guys are having a great time. Um, and then Joni, you hear on your comms unit, Terika radios in. It's late, it's about nine o'clock, 9.30. She sounds exhausted. And she just says, Hey, what's up, girl? <laughs> We're at the uh Hey Darkstar, what's this place again? Jailbreak, Joe, it's jailbreak. Yeah, we're at the jailbreak. Uh oh, you should come, you should totally come. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> uh, uh, all, all right. I'll I'll be there soon. And clicks off. Yes, dancing, drinking, uh, about Guys, 15 Eric minutes. Guys, is coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh <my gosh. laughs> about 15 minutes or so later, um, the door opens and this five foot nothing, Brineri walks in and she's carrying um, two briefcases. And she puts them down. Um at the counter and orders some drink. Um, and she says, uh, hi, hi guys, um, can you come here for a second? Just kind of tries to call you all over. Yeah, Darkstar immediately just comes over. He's vibing, but yeah. he's not drunk. Right. Um, so I, I finished, she's kind of like yelling over the music. <laughs> I, I finished putting the report together. Um, and I ran it through our automated. Um, I ran it through our automated uh, processing system before it goes out to get a final review. And I think this is it for you guys. And processing takes about twenty-four to forty-eight hours, but I just want to let you know I don't think I don't think it's gonna go well with Edge Corp. Terika, it's okay. We're quitting. She's uh. She kind of perks up. She's right, Terika. Uh, some things happened with Sinjin, and we actually would like to to quit formally before we get terminated. Look, I saw this coming, but we'd like to take some stock options if we can. That's probably a lot oh. more paperwork for you, but. No, she she like is as you guys are talking, her eyes are getting like more like glistening. They're just like lighting up, and she just says, "Bartender, get me whatever he's having," and just points at PP eleven, um, <laughs> and says, oh, no. "Wait, she can't drink; she'll <laughs> die." I know. Darkstar puts his hand up and says, "Poop, it's good." No, bartender, get her what what I'm having. Yeah, two of them. I want one. Whatever he's having. And she says, I thought you guys would never figure something else out. I'm so sick and tired of working for Edge Corp. I'll, I'll, it's no problem at all. I'll get the paperwork filed first thing in the morning to get your stock options figured out. Um, I'm quitting too. I'm ready to go with you guys if you'll have me. I can handle things back here at home, but 
the way that they treat you for trying to do the right thing, it's just not right. Bring another round out. And she just is kicks back, um, is so excited. Uh, and we watch as uh, all of you guys wow. just kind of dance the night away, drinking more and more. Um, and oh, yeah. uh, Terika, Terika, the best, the best parts. We're gonna steal a ship. <laughs> Jody is just she's, drunk. She's, she's she's just like two hands with the drink, whatever. And she says, "Really?" Oh, her son is very conflicted. <laughs> oh my goodness. And we fade out as the Bangerang gang disavowed from Edge Corp or soon to be. Pisses the night away. <laughs> <laughs> and we spend our two grand. <laughs> Just at the jailbreak. At, at the, the jailbreak. Jail